Hey everybody, welcome to our next episode of Two Dads, One Car. I'm so excited to have our very next guest with me. He is a good friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years, even in Vancouver, back in Calgary. His name's Kyle Lowe. That's right, Mr. Kyle Lowe. Uh, he recently had his son earlier this year, along with Natasha Jung. It's going to be such a pleasure to interview him on this podcast and really see what goes on behind the scenes. And so stay tuned. I'm going to get him right now at a dim sum restaurant. He took a friend out to Sun Soiwa, which is one of the most... I don't know, Kyle, it's one of the most touristy restaurants uh, in Vancouver, but whatever floats your boat. And we'll see him in just a bit. Stay tuned. Let's go. Let's rock this. Thanks for watching. I recently discovered the concept of a push present, which seems like a marketing ploy to get dads to spend lots of money. But if you're looking to get something nice for your partner and support a local business, I highly recommend that you check out Buy Laura Jewelry. It is 100% local and it's run by an amazing friend of mine, Laura. For our listeners, Buy Laura is offering a 30% discount code off anything on their website. Again, it's 30% off. Use the promo code 2DADS1CAR at checkout. Again, the promo code is 2DADS1CAR. All right, let's get back to the show. Is this your first time? First time, yeah. Look at this. First time in the front seat of the Tesla. Okay. All right, so I did a brief intro of you earlier on. Maybe you could talk to the audience kind of a... Should I be looking at the camera? Hood. Should I be looking at you? Should I be looking at the road? You know, maybe look at the road. Yeah. The ca- there's no camera here. It's a, it's a fake camera. Maybe. Oh, it's yeah. a fake camera? <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Kyle Lo. I am a father of a almost five-month-old. His name is Ethan. He was born March 30th and he's a joy you and i live pretty close to each other so i'm sure we're doing our dad walks when we are neighbors we we will find opportunities to enjoy parenthood together (laughs) so what's been like the biggest shift aside from sleep i'm sure sleep is probably the big one but Uh, the biggest shift i think is is the the schedule so when you become a parent you really don't own your life anymore yeah um so with Natasha, my wife and I, we really have to communicate, coordinate, and and share the responsibility. Um, you know, both of us are, are quite kind of independent. So before Ethan, we would kind of do our own thing a lot of times with each other as well. Uh, but with Ethan, obviously, one of us has to always be with him. So I think the biggest shift is just really ironing out that communication uh, and making sure you know Ethan is is well taken care of while we still want to pursue things that we need to pursue to maintain our sanity. So does Ethan have a Google calendar? <laughs> you know, he just got Instagram, so he's there. It's Ethan's Epic Adventures. You know, we're, we're looking for followers. Um, you know, Natasha and I have a shared calendar, um, and we we schedule around that. Um, and I'm sure Ethan, when he's old enough to get online, he's, he's going to be part of that, that, that family calendar. I mean, it reminds me of a story about how when you and Natasha first met, I think you guys asked to share each other's calendars. Yeah, I mean, Natasha is just always, she's got a lot going on, much much like yourself. So um, being respectful of her time, I wanted to make sure that we found time together that works for her. So I think now with Ethan, it's just really an extension of, of that that cadence. And, and we also have a dog. So I would say that um, the dog was a, was a practice child in that with a dog you have to also have a schedule you have to make sure you're around to care love and and, and feed it and um you know in many ways 
a, a, a newborn human is just a, a, a much needier puppy. <laughs> so if anyone has a dog, it's a, it's a good, or, or a cat, it's a good starter, starter kid. <laughs> or just go straight into it, I guess. But... Or like yourself, you and Michelle, you can just jump, jump right in and, and you'll, you'll find a way. <laughs> well, I, I do have, I do have to acknowledge that throughout that you actually said yes to doing this podcast. I thought your yes was like a, like a, a yes, but a no. There was but, uh... plenty of, plenty of remorse when I said yes, but here I am. <laughs> is this your first podcast? Like a this first... is, yes. I, uh, I listen to podcasts, but I, I don't participate. Well, so thank you for for you know including me in this this <laughs> this uh, this experiment. <laughs> well, things are being open to it. And you know part... my my suspicion here, Steve, is you just didn't want to read any books on taking care of a kid, so you're just spending time with dads to distill everything you need to know succinctly. That is exactly it. Is that it? <laughs> that, oh, there there you go. Work work smart, not hard. <laughs> Exposed right there. Like, what are the resources out there? Just to let me know and and. How much of that is true myth reality? Like, what part of that stuck with you? I think the the, the prenatal classes are a good foundation just to figure out what the heck a, a newborn needs. Uh, and those are those are good resources that, especially with with the pandemic, are, are readily available online. Um, but I think a lot of it is is learning as you go. So once you have the foundation right of you know how to change a diaper. Um, you know, what does good feeding look like? Um, what's the, you know, if you formula feed, what does that look like? Breastfeeding, bottle feeding. So once you have that down, a lot of it is, is just learning as you go. And I think like anything, you just Google um, just in time as you need it. Um, there are plenty of, of, of books and Instagram accounts. And, um, you know, I've relied on my sister a lot who uh, also has a, a, a young son, you know, a few months older than, than Ethan. Um, and just learning from her what worked and, and what you know she would do differently i think was was how i i learned quickly so much like how you're doing this podcast and you're having conversations with people i think that's one of the, the best ways to to enable yourself on 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 what is what being a parent is is like in, in practice yeah because i think about like back in the day before technology you know, people look for parenting advices from the community from the village from the mm-hmm. villages around them Hopefully, it's like one replication of going back in the past uh, with this series. But when you're talking to sister, what are the things that she shared? You, you know, um, so just like a comment on that, I think yeah. there's so much information um, online, and and just like we, how we ask friends for, uh, you know, food recommendations or or travel recommendations, we we trust our, our network, and and very much that's that's been my experience as a, as a new parent. Um. You know, I think I think with her her son Henry, he's he's also a boy, um, older, but different than Ethan. So mm-hmm. although you know they, you know they're similar in some ways. You know, he's a little bit more rowdy than Ethan, and he has has a different sleep pattern. So it wasn't a a replication of everything that you know my sister did. I, I just copied, but um, I think you know one of the the biggest lessons was just kind of taking everything in stride. Um, and, you know, there are, have been plenty of parents before us. And so, you know, if there are ever, ever moments where, you know, maybe I feel overwhelmed, I'm confident that we'll, I'll get through it because many, many have done so, you know, before me, as has my sister. Mm-hmm. And I, I must, this must be 
early on in the stages, right? But do you find that the way your parents parented you are going to affect the way you're parenting Ethan? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, my, my parents um, had my sister and I, uh, Matt Lee was only three months, mm-hmm. right? So I can't even imagine what it'd be like bringing Ethan to daycare at, at this age. So I think right off the bat, you know, we, we have the, the privilege of spending more time in, in these formative years with, with Ethan. You know, I think another big generational difference is, is you know, millennial fathers are a little bit more high touch with, 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 with their kids. And mm-hmm. not, to, not to generalize, but, you know, myself and I know other parents who, um, or my, my friend network, um, who, are, who are fathers, are also very involved in, in, in raising their, their children. And I would say that's kind of a big difference between, you know, myself and, and maybe, um, you know, my, my parents where a lot of parenting was, was done by, by my mom. And I think that's just a, a, a timing and, and, and generational difference. And I, I think it's a, a great difference. You bring up a really good point really on the high touch. And I, I didn't think about that until you mentioned it. There's so many books and philosophies, but at the end of the day, it sounds like you just kind of have to figure it out, you know, don't feel pressured Steve, to read everything you need to read about in being a father. I think a lot of it. So, I mean, some of it's instinct, right? It's, it's yeah. just, Obviously, you're not gonna, um, you know, be too rough with a baby, and, and you know, changing a baby will, will will make sense after you do it a few times. Swallowing a baby will, will make sense after you do it a few times. So, a lot of it will just be practice and, and instinct and um, some learning on the fly. My sense is there's some unspoken truths, unspoken realities, and one of them is actually the effect of a baby on relationships. You and Natasha have are so communicative and seem to have a really good system going on. But I'm sure there's a learning journey to get to that point. What was that learning journey like? You know, knowing that Natasha will probably listen to this, <laughs> very intelligent with how I respond. Um, like a lawyer. <laughs> well, <laughs> a, little more, a little bit more honest than that. Um, <laughs> um, I'll let you get that one. Y- you know, there, there's churches. Um, you know, as I said, I think having the dog... Oh, they're closed. Having the dog was was a good first step because we had to just learn how to communicate schedules and, and training patterns and, and what are maybe behaviors that we, we need to be cognizant of and, and we need to address. So just having that open communication pattern um, is kind of step number one. And I think kind of to add to that, um, just re- being respectful of each other's time. And so what I mean by that is I think, and, and I, I sometimes may fall into this trap where, you know, Natasha is on, on maternity leave and maybe sometimes I assume she'll always be looking after Ethan uh, while I'm at leave, but that's a full-time job and it's yeah. exhausting. Um, so I think it's important to be respectful that she needs hours or, or time away to do her own thing. Um, and so building that into our schedules where I am watching Ethan part of the day or an afternoon or a weekend. Um, picking up more chores so that that's not something that, that Natasha has to worry about. By that same token, she also realizes that I don't always have to be home um, because I also have a, a life too. So, you know, as you know, we play tennis and, and we hang out and um, as long as I communicate with Natasha, that that's what's going to happen. She's, she's usually pretty, pretty okay with it. Um, and I think that balance gives us um, good, good integration of, of, you know, being parents, but also still being our own selves. Um. I get the sense that there's a lot of pressure from moms always comparing. Do you have the right like tools, the right gear, the right shoes? I don't know. There's this kind of pressure to be perfect mothers. Is there that same pressure on fathers just in general? I mean, I think you don't want to screw up. 
um, I think in general, it is, there's less pressure on fathers than, than mothers. Um, I think a lot of that is, is just his, historical norms, right? Mm-hmm. People still assume if a mom is not with their, their kid, you know, is that, is that, that frowned upon? And, and so that's, those are, are, are barriers that I think need to be, need to be, need to be addressed. Um, but no, I, I mean, I personally don't feel pressure to compare Ethan with other kids, but he's also only four months. So yeah. he's a potato, right? <laughs> like he just kind of lies there and wor- squirms around and gets his feet like by my dog, our dog Boba. So, um, you know, is that going to, to change as he gets older and, you know, will, will my competitive spirit, um, want him to, you know, be the best at everything that he can, can be maybe who knows, or maybe when your, your daughter comes along and all of a sudden, you know, Ethan has someone to compete with and, and maybe I will be a little more competitive, but you know, right now, um, we're, we're grateful that we can provide for Ethan. Uh, we have a good family and, and, and social network and, you know, as long as I think he, we feel that he's, he's taken care of and loved, um, we, we feel pretty good about, uh, how we're parenting him. So you're not going to make him into like a, you're not going to be a tennis dad for the, the, the next, uh... you know, when we play tennis <laughs> at Queenie and we see those kids play, I'm, I, I look forward to the day when, when Ethan can get enrolled in, in some of those, those courses. <laughs> Walk me through the moment you held Ethan. I, there's a lot of stuff on the media like oh it's like the most best thing ever life changes rainbows and sunshine like you you and I are pretty realistic people in that sense but there must have been something that came about what was that like yeah so you know Ethan um oh you, you do the sensor trip <laughs> so we're making a left turn and as you as you know on Vancouver roads there are sensors and if the three See cars <laughs> you'll get the uh you'll get the green light go ahead uh, for the left-hand turn, so so uh, Steve is playing the sensor trick here. Um, you know, so so uh, Ethan was an unplanned C-section, and so we were waiting, or we were at the hospital, and Natasha was in labor for hours and hours and hours. Um, and at a certain point, the 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 surgeon um, physician was like, "It's going to be a C-section." And so from waiting hours and hours and hours to within 20 minutes, we, we met Ethan. It was, it was surreal in that um, it just happened real quick. Now, the funny story is um, I didn't know that emergency C-section was, was going to be called. So I actually door dashed a meal. And I was, I was slightly disappointed that the physician made the decision, you know, 10 minutes before my DoorDash order was going to arrive because I really wanted to eat that. So, you know, part of me wanted to ask him to wait, but I, I, I knew better. Um, so, you know, C-section baby, there's a there's a barrier, there's Natasha, and then there's a bunch of surgeons doing, doing their magic. Um, and within moments, they extracted Ethan. <laughs> and I saw he, that in a period of class. <laughs> and he was, he was handed to, to us. And then we saw him. Um, and yeah, it was, it was surreal. And it was, um, it was just, you, 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 you just want to meet this little thing for so long. Uh, and you finally do. Um, but I'm also very squeamish around blood. So there's a bunch of blood <laughs> in the backdrop. So that kind of, you know, maybe took a little bit from the experience, but you know, it was, it was phenomenal to meet him. Um, 
and then we had you know you, you have skin to skin with between mother and, and and child for for some time and uh that you know i know that was very uh, uh special for for natasha um and then you spend a couple of days in the hospital and you just you just get to know the baby you you learn some basics around swaddling and and nursing and, and feeding the baby and you get to know 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 him or, or her better uh and it's it's just amazing but i i gotta say um as amazing as that was yeah. it, it, a, a, a one week old doesn't really do anything <laughs> right so one week old is that this is survivable where you are just learning to be a parent and you're you're feeding the baby changing the baby tending to the baby where it's gotten really fun is i think month three and a half onwards where he's responding he's smiling he's um enjoying our company he's starting to interact with our dog and, and our each other and, and us and and all of a sudden playtime is is playtime now it's not just you know feeding the baby and, and and changing the baby um and so why why do i why do i say that i say that because um you know every moment is, is special the moment we first met even um but also all the all the stages as he develops and, and we learn to be learn to be parents it's it's all very memorable so um, you know, there's no no period we would ever want to fast track um, because it's it's all been so so great. What's been the exciting uh, part of this stage? So right now he's kind of on a schedule where he he's down he's he sleeps at 7 p.m. wakes up around midnight for feed and then wakes up again maybe around 5 a.m. Um, for the day 6 a.m. So I get to spend maybe two to three hours with him in the morning, mm. um, feed him change him, play with him. We go for a nice walk with Boba. Um, and just those kind of hours together uh, where we're just hanging out, uh, I, I think are, are the best best part of my day right now. So that's why we're not doing tennis in the mornings. It's really these walks. You know, I had to choose uh, <laughs> choose Ethan over you. It was a very easy choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to do evening tennis. We'll have to yeah. do evening ch- tennis, yeah. We're about to go into our, our drive-through break here. So, any particular orders that speak to you? If I were a hungry person right now, it, it would be usually a, a ten-piece meal. But um, <laughs> I can't say I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm that person right now. What's your What's your goal to? What do you, What do you, Michelle, want? I'm gonna take a look at the menu. We're gonna take a chicken break. Can I get uh, five uh, tenders, please? How about you? I'm fine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, we're back. We grabbed the fried chicken. Uh, we're going to dive into the last topic uh, I had, and it's a good segue because we're talking about career. As fathers, I don't mean to generalize, but there is an aspect of career being the traditional views of men being the career providers, finance providers, which is very traditional back in the day. What are your thoughts on when it comes to fatherhood and career, and does it shape the careers you're looking for? Yeah. I think... Uh... I think it depends on if you are the sole provider or, or not. If you are the sole provider, there probably is more pressure to to make as much money as you can um, to to provide financially for your family. But I also think that um, one values your time more when you when you are a parent, um, or you value your time more as a parent because uh, you could be spending time with your your child. Um, or you could be working, and and usually the 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 former is a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think the whole you know notion of work life balance or work life integration, where 
if one can find a career that gives you the ability to balance a, a meaningful career that that provides you know for you and your family financially uh, as well as the time that you want to spend with your family that's kind of the perfect balance um so do, do i feel pressured to to provide more to my family no um but i do feel pressure not pressured but i want to spend more time with my family and i want a career that um kind of gives me that healthy healthy balance Natasha, if you want to, you know, work and you want to let me stay at home, that's that's cool. We can we can chat about that. Yeah, you could be a tennis coach soon or something. I could you know? be a a a tier four tennis coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it because this is really talking about shifting of roles and the beauty of the podcast. And I'd love to bring on um, a father who is might be the, the the sole caregiver in that kind of relationship and it really depends on the relationship with your partner uh, and there's very many like variances behind it exactly it's it's there's not i i don't think there's a one size fit fits uh model um but there are different situations that work or different arrangements that work for different people and, and that's the beauty of of the partnership very last question before we wrap it up let's say ethan listens to his podcast when he's when he's six years old seven maybe eight <laughs> Any message you want to say to him that, uh, you know, assuming this podcast takes off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, right. Uh, what would you want to say to him in the camera or to me or whatever? You can <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, this is the, the tough question. Um, okay, so the question is, is Ethan, you know, when you're old enough to listen to this podcast, you know, what's my message to you? I think my message to you would be, um, we've only known you for, for five months. You're, you're five months old now. Uh, but we, we love you a lot in that time, and we are so happy to be your parents. Um, you bring us so much joy and happiness, and we look forward to all of the the special moments that we will, will share with you. And I hope that you feel the same way, you know, about us, and you look forward to spending time with us. Um, and we love you. That That's all I, I mean, that's all I have to say to you right now. Uh, but, uh... More will be said as you as you get older, my 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 son. Oh, tears coming out of my eyes right here. <laughs> well, thank you, Kyle, for being on the show. Uh, thank you all for listening in. It's been such a pleasure chatting with Kyle, learning the uh, the deeper deeper side of uh, what it's like behind the scenes. And uh, thanks for being on your very first uh, podcast, the first interview like this. Yeah, thanks for making it painless. <laughs> well, uh, so listen to more episodes. Check us out on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or videos stay tuned for the rest of season one and we'll chat with you all later cheers bye-bye <laughs>